my name is Haley Geip, and I live in Fresno, California. And um, I was the chair of the National Associates Committee for the AIA um, last year and um, was tasked to um, be the licensure breakout group facilitator for the Emerging Professionals Summit, which happened in Albuquerque last January. And that's how Donna and I met. We were um, tasked to be facilitators and did a lot of lead up work for the Emerging Professional Summit. Right. So I was, uh, so Haley and I met there, Haley, you and I, and um, I was the leader of the education uh, work group. And um, uh, I, since the, uh, we did a lot of preliminary work before going into the two and a half day event. And it was a lot of work. I know we were both exhausted at the end of it. It was, a, it was great and amazing and so high energy, but totally exhausting. Um, and then a little while after that, I had to drop my commitment to officially working with the emerging professionals because I have too many other commitments. But Haley, can you tell us what you have been doing since then, um, culminating with then what the, the task force that you're on now? Yeah, absolutely. So after the Emerging Professional Summit, there was a lot of work um, done by AI staff as well as um, the other collaterals um, and a lot of the implementation of um, the items that came from and, and issues and topics and whatnot that came from the Emerging Professional Summit was kind of worked through um, staff for the different organizations and um, some of the emerging professional groups within the AIA um, provided some uh, maybe additional comment and feedback on um, the implementation items. And since then, um, specifically related to the um, titling topic, I was selected to be part of NCARB's future title task force to investigate some of the titling information and some of the alternative title concepts and ideas and really start to work through that topic from um, NCARB's perspective. So it's been a nice um, parallel to the work that I've been doing with the AIA and an, an opportunity to uh, serve as part of the continuation point for the work that came you know, previously to the summit and out of the summit and now into um, this task force with NCARB, which has been really exciting. So are you still, um, you are also active with the Associates Committee still or with some other aspect of the AIA? Yeah, so um, as chair of the National Associates Committee, it's um, a bit of a, a laddered position. It's the beginning of a three-year term. So after chairing the committee, I'm, I'm still on the committee, but I stepped up and have served as the associate director to the national board, the current national board of directors for the AIA. And next year, um, I will further step into the position um, of a senior associate director as uh, kind of the unofficial nomenclature on the um, national board executive board. And now with all the board governance restructuring, um, I'll be on the, I guess, the new board of directors, you could call it. I'm still um, sitting on the uh, national board of you know, representatives right. currently. So I, I am more advanced in my career than you are. Um, 
And in my sense is that the AIA is really focusing on the emerging professionals much more strongly now, certainly than when I was an emerging. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think emerging professionals has been a real um, hot topic and hot button for the last few years, specifically with all the repositioning work that's been um, happening at the Institute and, um, you know, looking at member services and resources and member retention, but also um, just the, the changing world of practice and the changing role of, you know, quote unquote interns in practice. So, through repositioning, it was really identified clearly um, at grassroots a few years ago that it was a, a hot topic and identified as one of the you know strategic priorities for the institute. So it's been it's been really great to see over the last handful of years um, the emphasis put on the the future of the profession and this next generation. Um, you know whether it's recently licensed architects or students coming out of school or you know associates kind of in the interim. It really does seem amazing to me how much emphasis they're they're placing. We are placing on the emerging professionals. I think it's amazing because the world is changing. Um, uh, but so one of the things I think maybe that we're up against is um, that that changes tend to get greeted with a lot of skepticism. And from my side, spending a lot of time on Archonnect um, and not as much time currently with actual emerging professionals because I'm not teaching right now. Um, I'm I'm hearing a lot of skepticism from people that anything's really going to change, and I'm wondering if you're hearing the same things. What's your general sense of how this work is being received? You know, I I I hear it all. <laughs> um, I I hear it all. You know, I work at a, a you know mid-sized firm, and um, I live in Fresno, and California is a pretty you know AIA-heavy state, and I'm involved at multiple levels of the organization with, um, you know, some more green professionals and more seasoned professionals. So I've, I've heard every side of the fence, I think at this point. Um, but I think the biggest thing that everybody realizes is that, you know, the, the world has changed, the profession has changed. And, um, I think everyone recognizes that our professional organization probably needs a little change as well. Um, I think we've been seeing it the last few years with the um, all the changes coming from NCARB, and I think that's a real sign of the times. So despite some of this skepticism I, I do hear from different generations, um, I think there's a collective uh, maybe appreciation that it needs to change, whether some opinions are maybe it doesn't need to change so much. Um, so, you know, it's like many things in architecture, it, it, there's never one answer, right? So that's kind of the beauty of our profession is everybody's going to have an opinion. <laughs> oh, you know it. You know it. So Haley, where are you in your licensing journey? Yeah, so I um, am done with IDP. I finished IDP uh, pretty quick. I mean, quick in the sense that it took me just the right amount of time. It took me three years. And that was um, during the recession. So um, things started picking up a little bit towards the end of, of my IDP. So I was able to, um, you know, get those those hours finished. Um, I'm, I've taken a few of my exams. And one of the um, really great things about being so active and volunteering is it 
uh, takes a lot of your personal free time. So I've, I've had to, um, you know, t- take a little bit longer to get through my exams, but I think in the end, um, it's going to be worth it. I wouldn't have changed anything on my career path. I've been able to meet amazing people like Donna that I would have never met otherwise working in Fresno. So uh, my goal is to definitely finish my exams in the next year because I really just want them to be done. And I want to be able, you know, to call myself a licensed architect, but I mean, it has taken me a little bit longer than I had planned because of my extremely high level of involvement, but um, it's definitely not a complaint at all from my side. Well, it's, it's so worth it. It feels so good to get that license. Oh man. And so, but none of the ARE changes will affect you because that's really implemented in 2017. You should be done by then, right? Yeah, no, I definitely want to be done by then. There's a few people in our firm that are that are starting now that'll probably um, be able to take advantage of that kind of mid swap in 2016, where you know you can take three exams under the current version and then switch over and take two exams. So um, they're getting a really great, <laughs> they're coming in at a really great time for their career because they'll be able to take advantage of that and then also um, be able to take advantage of the restructured IDP. Uh, you know, structure and reduction of hours. But for me, I'm, I'm not going to wait. I'm, I want it done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, how, and I want to segue in a little more into the question of how this information all gets out, but do you have any sort of simple, and we will do show notes for the show. So we'll give links to things like repositioning for AIA, et cetera. Do you have any kind of easy answers for people that are just confused and wondering where they should go to find out about this kind of information? Because they're not going to get the really solid information for the most part on something like Archonnect. I don't know that the ARE, um, uh, uh, there was an ARE test forum. I don't know if that's still active. Yeah, well, uh, as far as the AIA um, goes, there's a whole page dedicated to the Emerging Professionals Summit that that has information, you know, from the summit, which is a really good resource and um, gets updated periodically as things are developing. So that's a a great resource. if you're an AI member, there's um, some discussion forums um, through the knowledge communities and KnowledgeNet that you can be a part of specifically for um, the associates. So that's been a really good resource, especially related to um, titling. There's been a lot of robust discussion that's happened um, on that forum for people. Um, and I'd also recommend the the new NCARB blog has been a really great resource from NCARB. There's been um, kind of op-ed pieces, I guess, from perspective of different uh, interns and recently licensed architects on their path and what worked for them. So um, that's been a really great recent change that's come out from NCARB itself. Um, And I definitely encourage people to sign up for the newsletters that NCARB sends out. That's how I've received a lot of the updates. So even though I'm done with IDP, I I still like to stay connected to hear about the changes. So when people have questions in my own firm or out in the volunteer world, I actually know what's going on. That's always useful. So I still stay connected on their um, e-news list. And that's free for anybody who can sign up on their website. You don't have to have an NCARB record or be um, even in the licensure process, that's a really great resource for supervisors and firm owners um, and those in the process as well. So those are my like go-to sources because it's coming direct from the collateral, which is always good. I do have to say as 
from the intern perspective, quote unquote intern, I know we're not supposed to call ourselves interns, but from the quote unquote intern emerging professionals perspective, from somebody who signed up in 2008 with a paper form to NCARB and someone who is now, you know, at the level that I am at with my volunteer work, both with NCARB and AIA, I have to say that I really do appreciate that things have increasingly got more transparent, specifically with NCARB. And I think that's a mix of technology and it's a mix of leadership at the organization that has really um, worked hard to change these, you know, misconceptions about what NCARB does and what NCARB is. And, you know, it's hard because we we want all the specifics, you know, we want all the details. And I've noticed over the past few years with the changes, um, when I, when the details are ready, they come out, you know, and especially with the titling right now, the details really aren't worked out. We don't know what the suggested title is. And until that happens, there's really no details to share on what the title is, you know? So I, you know, I feel confident that when the time comes that everything has been hashed out and discussed and revised, that the information will be there because, you know, much like you cited with the blog, I mean, I think the blog is a great example of um, an increase in, you know, not only transparency, but some perspective. And we didn't really see that, um, you know, a handful of years ago from NCARB. So I definitely things, I definitely think things are improving, you know, tenfold um, from both organizations. I, I totally agree. I think, I think NCARB really has heard you know, m- many years, many years ago, not not maybe ten or so, there was a lot of outcry about um, customer service from NCARB, and I do think they have vastly improved. And um, you know, my sense is that they're they're putting out information now as they can. And as you're saying, Haley, maybe it's not all quite solidified yet, but at least they're putting it out there that hey, we're talking about it. Um, and you know, you know, with social media now, we can all really then continue to talk about it, and they can hear what people have to say. And I, I, I think it's. Um, it's certainly still confusing as a path for uh, an intern going through the process because there's just a lot to get your head around, but, um, but there are a lot of resources out there. Thank you, Haley. It's good to talk to you again. Thank you so much. Great to talk to you too. I appreciate this.